Hello. Hi. Welcome, Lisa Sinclair. Hello, Claire Isaac. This is Playing the Devil's Avocado. The Devil's Avocado. Playing the Devil's <laughs> Avocado. We are a podcast. Yes, we are. Obviously. Also, an upcoming book. And an upcoming book. And a Facebook group. And a Facebook group. So much. So many things. No wonder we're exhausted. Yeah. Um, this week, mm. we're going to talk about swingers on Airbnb. Ooh. We're going to talk about Cheeky. money. Yes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about um, vaginas. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and we're going to talk about night sweats. Because uh, we know how to have fun. We sure do. Let's go. Start. All right. So, first of all, yeah. one of our lovely ladies in the um, Facebook group that we have called the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. Have I said, have I mentioned that? Yeah. Um, brought to our attention this amazing story, right? So did they sit, were they on Airbnb and saw it? I think she was, must have been looking for something. Right. So, um, oh yeah, she said she was doing a lot of Airbnb and she'd never seen anything like this. Okay. Her sister reckons it involves sexual favours. Yeah. They get great reviews, <laughs> says... Tamlin, our reader, yeah, a listener. So anyway, it's um, so it's an Airbnb. I don't know where it is because she's blanked out all the things. God bless her. Private room in house, relax with the hosts. Unique experience. It says four hundred and sixty-two dollars in total. I don't know how many days that was for because I don't know what they were searching for. Super host. Mm. Bet they are. Bet they're a super host. This experience is not for the faint-hearted, the ad says, but only for the adventurous traveller. During your stay, you will get to meet and mingle with the hosts and sleep the night in their deluxe king bed. It can get super cold, so let's keep each other warm. We have a king bed with the best Egyptian cotton sheets for women travellers only. So basically, you are going to be sleeping with the... Host, the host. But it's other. So, so many questions. Yeah. Other host, male or female or well, both. We don't seem so to we know. Don't know. We don't know. So you really don't know what you're getting yourself into, do no. you? No. But I had looked. I had a little look online uh, to see if I could find anything else. I was yes. like, so excited. My friend laughed at me because I said I was going to investigate. <laughs> oh, I bet that old chestnut. <laughs> For um, work. And I, I was sort of looking up swingers, Airbnb. I was looking up, you know, um, sex things, Airbnb, you know, trying to see if I could find anything. And I couldn't find an awful lot. I really want to see the reviews, but um, because we haven't, um, we don't have the actual yes. listing, I can't see the reviews, can't, obviously. Oh. So I might ask our, our listener to send me the actual thing. Right. But... Um, there are actual... It's not for me. It's not for me. Yeah. I would like very much to to know who would do it, to be honest. Well, I'd say for, for a cheap, a cheap place to stay. <laughs> but they're not doing it, aren't they doing it for a bit of, how's your father? Well, I say for a bit of hanky-panky. Hey, bit of hanky-panky on your holiday. Like, so what, you think, all right, I'm a single lady. All the single ladies. Yeah. I'm going to wherever this place is, yeah. rather than to get a hotel room, yeah. you're going to stay with this couple. Do you think you have to pay to stay there? or do they, Yeah, do you, you got to pay. So that's the oh. other thing. You've got to pay right. to stay there. So they get yeah. you to play with yeah. and your money. No. Well, I don't know. It doesn't sound right to me. No. Either no. Or, no. Anyway, there right. you go. But there are there are sites. If you if you if you're that way inclined and you want to do that, of course that's fine. Yeah, and no, there no are judgment. Airbnb style Ooh. websites are there? called other things. Like How do you know this? Because that's what I was looking for. Oh, okay. Called other things that you can do that. So you can go if you want if you've got a fetish and you want yeah. to go and stay in another country and and you know 
whatever. Yeah. There you are. Okay. So um, let's talk about something else then that's just as equally hard to speak about. Yes. Money. Money. We've got a few things that cover money, haven't we? Mm. Um, so I've got an update on my identity theft. Mm-hmm. Remember how I had my theft are identity? You, are you yourself now? <laughs> well, um, NAB opened a bank account Ooh. for me. Good on them. <laughs> and... You know, I rang them up. They sent me an overdraft uh, overdraft demand because I owed them 30 bucks. So I rang them up and said, I haven't got a bank account with you. And they refused to talk to me on the phone. They said, there's a flag here. We're not going to talk to you. There's a flag? A flag on this account. Yeah, but why? I suppose because they must have known it was a... They could tell it was fraudulent. Mm. So then I had to go into NAB. Yeah. And I sat down with the guy and said... "Um, you know, I've got this demand, this isn't my account. And he didn't understand, he thought it was my account. I was like, no, you don't understand, I've never opened an account with you, this is not my account. And he was like, oh, he said, have you got any ID? And I'd been told to take ID by the woman on the phone. Luckily, I took my passport, so I did have 100 points of ID, Mm. otherwise I've had to go home to get my passport, Mm. blah, blah, blah. You're like, but it's me! I know, and then they wouldn't... um, they basically, all the onus was on me mm. to prove that I hadn't opened this account. Well, I guess that's because the people fraudulently defraud them a lot. Well, yes, but I don't understand why they weren't more helpful because when it happened with ING, ING was so helpful. When it happened with Westpac, they were so helpful. Whereas NAB were, you you have to come in, you have to bring your ID, you have to prove you didn't open this account. Mm. And then I had to go and get a stat deck and then I had to go and get it signed. Wowza. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lot. And then I had yeah. to go back and take it back to the bank. Oh. And do you know what? Nobody apologised at any point. Mm. So I'm quite angry, mm. as you can tell. You can tell. So anyway, we were sort of talking about that. Mm. And then it's the whole money conversation as well, isn't it? Yeah. We've got lots of money things to talk about. You want to talk about talking about money. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like nothing if not yeah. to be meta. Well, I'm just finding it very hard lately to talk about money. Like, as in... Two ways, actually. One is, like, to have the conversation with your husband or your partner about, like, you know, we, we need to have this joint account or, do you know, how we're going to pay for this, whatever. Like, money, for some reason, has always been a bit of a sticking point for me. Like, mm. I find it really difficult. But um, I'm, I'm much better now that we have our own joint accounts and we just put money in and that's all fine. But also, the conversation you have with other people when they tell you how much they earn and stuff like that. But and why that, are they telling you? It's a bit weird. Yeah. I know in the past we've said that people should be more open about what they earn, but I think that's more I think it's within between, an industry. Yeah, I think that's between an industry. Yeah. I feel like there's such disparity, as you said earlier, um, offline. Offline. There's such disparity between different um, um, jobs and different industries yes. that um, someone who someone can earn a huge, huge amount, twice, three times as much as you yeah. earn and, and do less work or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, it's very unfair. And I feel like I just I don't like people talking about money. I find it really no, uncomfortable. You don't as want I get them to older. tell. They don't. You don't want them to tell you what they earn. One way, um, if you are earning money, yeah, but um, you want to sort of get your finances under control. I read a story about comfort creep. Yeah, I think that's my. I think this is my life. Which is the one aspect of your financial well-being you can control. Mm-hmm. Lacey Philippich wrote this. Well, now Lacey. Lacey. I don't know if Lacey's a lady or a man. Sounds like a lady. It's a lady's name. Oh, I think there would be male Lacey's. We'll take a picture. We'll, we'll look. We'll look them up in a moment and see what they are. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Lacey. Um, says so they've got a business and a book called money school 
And they started this article saying, I implore every undergraduate and high schooler I meet to live like a student as long as they can bear it. And it's basically saying that we're wired to spend everything we earn. So as you get pay rises, mm. you just keep spending that money. So you're com- that's the comfort creep. Um, so our brains want us to spend every dollar in the bank to get a hit of feel-good chemicals. So if you think back to when you were in share house... Um, and, you know, sometimes you'd have Weetabix for dinner. Yeah. Or, um, you know, you had a knackered old car and um, you probably took, you probably walked a lot more. You were probably much more sensible about how you spent your money, weren't you? But once you start to um, make a bit of money, you just spend a bit of money. Mm. And Lacey, who is a lady, you've just shown <laughs> me Lacey's a lady. Um, she says, don't do that. As much as you can, don't do it. And I think it's a really good idea. It is a really good idea. Yeah. But it's very, it's hard to put into practice, isn't it? Because you think, oh, I've got all this extra money, I can go on holiday now. Yes. I well, do yeah. I mean, I don't want to drink the cheap wine that no. I used to. No. But then again, I don't need to necessarily drink a $50 bottle of wine. No. At home. No. You know, although $50 bottle of wine are quite nice. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's, group, it's definitely. I definitely agree with that. Yes, that, you know, the more you earn, the more you think, oh, I can just yeah. buy more clothes, and I can go, I can have a gym membership that's a bit more expensive, yeah. and go to a nice Pilates class. Food. She says she highlights food, alcohol, entertainment, car, and accommodation mm. um, as all the places where you spend your, your comfort creep, mm. which is probably right, isn't it? Um, but also, I guess... Because, I mean, I don't want right. to stay in some crappy motel either. But also, because you're also getting older, and when yes. you get older... You know, so there's also the age comfort, group, yes. which is probably not related to money anyway. It's more related to, yeah. you don't, you know, you're too old to do that. You're yeah. too, I'm too old to stay in a hostel yeah. or a cheap... I'm probably not too old to stay in a cheap motel. I have done it. When we're in America a lot, we stay in just, you know, random hotels. We just get on yeah. the way through. But, but like you can I like a, my creature like comfort. You do, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, it's interesting, though. I mean, I, uh, what I would say is mm. I take my lunch to work a lot of days. As you, mm. we've talked about this mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. That saves you a shitload of money. It does. Like, people, I can't believe people... Like, salads in the city now... They're like $12, $14. They're 15 bucks. It's a lot of and money. And then if you add your coffee in, that's 20 bucks. You and know? toast if you get breakfast. Toast if you get breakfast. Yeah. Quite a lot of money, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know what I think I'm going to buy now? Yeah. A Chanel water bottle. Well, I think that's a very good idea. <laughs> <laughs> because i not into yeah. the comfort the comfort creep. No. The comfort creep at all. Oh, my all. God. So how much is this Chanel water bottle? It is it's a thousand dollars. No, it's not. Do you say a thousand? Eight thousand. Oh, eight thousand. Yes, sorry, a thousand. It's like, seven thousand nine hundred and ninety dollars, and it's yeah. a water bottle. It comes with a kind of holster so that you can wear it over your shoulder or whatever. It is the most beautiful thing it in the world. It is beautiful. So it's a it. So you get this. It's a metal flask, and it comes in um, a lambskin leather wrapped tote. Yeah. So it's like a little tote for your water yeah, bottle. With the with the Chanel seeds with the on chains it and all that. And everything. It is absolutely gorgeous. Now I ha- do you have a water bottle that you carry around with you? No. See I have one. I have one yeah. that I use all the time. Did it cost um, you eight thousand dollars? Yes, it did. No, it didn't. It cost me six dollars in Aldi. But my husband's got a more expensive one. He's yes. used it for years and he carries it everywhere. Yeah. And it'll is keep it one of those stainless steel yeah, ones? It's yeah. a double walled one. Yeah. Keeps your water very cold. You can put ice in it in the morning, it can still be cold two days later. It's quite amazing. Right. He tells me that a lot. How much did that cost him? Probably, I don't know, 40 bucks or something. Yeah. Mine was six and also does keep water cold all day. It's yeah. very handy. And there's a leopard print 
pattern. Yeah. But it doesn't come with its own carrying device. No. And I would like that part. At what point does buying an $8,000 water bottle and little water bottle bag become okay? Like, how much money do you have to have? I think it's with Kim Kardashian. And if you, you, even then, is that acceptable? Well, I don't think people actually buy them. To be honest, I think you just get given them, them, don't you? Yeah, and that's how much they're worth. To be influencers. Yeah, but like that's how much they're they're called to be worth. I wouldn't, well, maybe some French people. (laughs) Some French people with too much money. I bet there are idiots out there who would buy one. some French idiots. That's not nice. It's not nice. Um, (laughs) The other thing I would say, which I always feel about this stuff, Mm. because apparently you can get Chanel coffee keep cups as well, is that I would just, if I saw someone using one... you think it was a fake? I would assume it was a fake. Also, once if you lose it, you'd feel oh like terrible. Well, you'd have you? to insure it. Hello, hello. Is that <laughs> NRMA insurance? Is that Alliance? <laughs> is, is that Amy? I'd like to insure my keep cup, please. I mean, you can't. I mean, what about if like if user error, like if a man drops it yeah. or something? Oh, Imagine if you had your water bottle and you left it at the gym. Oh, it'd be dreadful, wouldn't it? Imagine if you, you know how people in the gutted. gym leave their water bottles while they go yeah. have a shower and stuff like that. Someone, stole, someone it. stole it. I couldn't find my coffee keep cup at work the other day, and mm. I was very upset. Where I was did it? find it. It's in the kitchen. <laughs> I was very upset for about a day. Yeah. Um, and then just finally on the money stuff, yeah. I've got a new obsession. Oh, yeah. And it's these money diaries, which you tell me has been around forever. But um, Oh, yeah, no, that's okay. That's because yes. I used to work in digital and um, we used to do them, we used to read that <laughs> stuff fancy. all the time. Um, so Refinery29 does good ones. They do good American mm. ones and they do, they do Australian ones as mm. well. Um, and so what they are is those things, I think News.com is doing them now as well. Where you basically, they'll say, oh, you know... This is how you survive on a... Yeah. Mandy, 53, or no, usually 23, mm. is a content generator who lives in Melbourne and earns 63000 a year. And then yeah. they do a week in her yeah. life of how she spends her money. Yeah. But they're quite good at mixing it up. So I read one the other day and she was something like 32 and she was on 175000 Um and lived on her own. I just thought, good Lord, mm. it's good effort, isn't it? Mm. And then they... Gets, she gets, bet she has a Chanel water bottle. I mean, she was quite sensible, but yeah. she was. I quite liked how she divvied up her spending that she did spend on some things and not on others. Mm. You know, and she was quite happy to stay in and eat noodles as well. Mm. Um, and then um, the other one I read was a twenty-nine a woman in New York who was surviving on twenty-nine thousand a year. Wowza. She was a sex part-time sex worker. Mm. So it was quite interesting. I was like the ones that say they're quite pervy, aren't they? Yeah, uh, it an it. <laughs> Blah blah in Brooklyn, you know, on sixty five thousand, and you think, oh, that'd be so great. That life would be so great. Sixty five thousand wouldn't last long in New York. Sixty five. I just made no. that number up out of thin air. No, don't pick me up on my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I just made, you know, like whatever. Like you just yes. go, oh, it's so fast. Oh yes, when you want to live through to know, there, yeah, vicariously, vicariously in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. All, All right. right. Should we do some culture? Culture club. club. Culture club. Um. Okay. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, so, um, well, I just wanted to touch on something that I went to see at the movies. Mm. The Lighthouse. Oh, yes. Now, that is that um, black and white um, art movie Mm. with Robert Pattinson in it. And um, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Right. I don't really know if I could recommend it as a culture club thing. But then again, I could also not, like, it's... So, my husband said to me, it's the best film he's ever seen. Right. Or one of the best films he's ever seen. And so I said, all right, I'll go and see it. I didn't really want to. It looked it looked a bit hard to watch to me. Mm. Then we went and saw it, and it was hard to watch to the point where at one point he looked at me and we both just burst out laughing because he was like, 
I don't know. I couldn't explain it to you before this moment until you'd seen it yourself kind of thing. But did he still think it was brilliant yeah. at that point? Yeah, and actually on... On thinking about it later, it's much better later than it was at the time. Yeah. Um, it's quite homoerotic. It also has our pets in it, yeah. which is, you know, always a plus for yeah. a movie. Um, it's the most unusual film I've ever seen, mm, okay. and therefore I say it is good. But right. it is an odd movie, and I don't know what I think. Did you read a book by Jean, Jean Kitson? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yes, I did. Yeah. And I spoke to her as well. You interviewed it's a her. Great book. So it's called We Need to Talk About Mum and Dad. Yeah. And it's a book that she has written to help people um, navigate their parents getting old. Yeah. And um, conversation right, and. But it's like it's like a guide. But honestly, it's like the best thing I've ever read yeah. for in terms of it, all of the stuff that you need to know, so that when yeah. your parents are getting older, you can look after them and they can have a nice yeah. life. So it's all about. All the things you need to do to get legally look after them, all the things they need to do to get the money in order and everything, how to deal with all the different government agencies, and there's so many. And she mm. goes through the whole country as well, so it's not... Because just... her mum and dad are in their 90s, aren't yeah. they? And yeah. is her mum blind? Yeah. 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 So quite challenging. And her mum's also had a couple of strokes. I think right. her dad had a stroke as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, about how to have conversations with them about you might need to move into somewhere else yeah. where people can look after you a bit more. And what to watch they... out for. Yeah. And all yeah. the medical stuff, and what things mean, and what questions to ask. Like, there's 200 questions at the back, which are basically what to ask nursing homes and assisted living places so that you know that you're putting your parents or whatever in good care. Yeah. Which is absolutely amazing. And she told me some stories. She Well, in the book, she talks about some stories as well, but she sort of talks about how she heard some horrific stories and then the Royal Commission came out about all the nursing homes and everything. So she didn't want to put that in the book anymore because she wanted it to be much more useful than that and to move on from the horror. Yeah. So it's lots of kind of great ideas for um, how you can help them through this next period of their lives um, and why you should do it, why mm. you should look after them and why you should be nice to them. Because it is quite a big challenge for a lot of people to think Huge. that they're taking on their parents, especially if they've got kids. Yeah. Because then you've got like people growing up on the one hand yeah. and, and then, sandwich generation. Yeah. 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 So, and it, but it's just such an amazing guidebook. Like it's something that you could refer to over mm. and over again. And she says in it, well, she said to me, and I don't know if it's actually in the book, just stay one chapter ahead at all times, right. so you know exactly where you're up to, and you, you know. But also, I do think that you know, if you know, if your kids are sort of healthy and and fairly happy, that's just a normal part of life, isn't it? Mm. Raising children and raising teenagers. But actually, this people living till they're ninety, and you then having to navigate that—that's yeah, quite. Hardcore. I think that's probably quite new for the, this generation, particularly because yeah. people are living so much longer. Yeah, and it is uniquely challenging, and it's not easy. There's nothing easy about no. looking after elderly parents. No, and just. Um, kind of getting like knowing when to take over their affairs like when to actually sign over yeah. their sort of con, you know of control over everything advocacy yeah and, all of that stuff and yeah. she explains what all of that means in such really yeah. good terms i mean we all know jean kitson from tv and from being a comedian and being on the radio and yeah. everything and she's got a lovely tone um but it, it's not a lot of it's not so don't feel like it's going to be this hill comedy central it's not a comedy central book it's very you know it's got lovely light tone about things and some and very um a lot of pathos in there about her own journey 
Um, but it's really, really, really useful. Yeah, I think I it's think. a really important book. Yeah, I think anyone who's got elderly parents, yeah, should read should it go and get and that book, buy it, and buy that book. Also, Jane is lovely. Oh, she's your best friend. She's now, my isn't best she? friend. Hi, yeah. Jane. Love you. <laughs> so from that, yeah. I think we're talking about vaginas. Vaginas, sorry, Jean. <laughs> <laughs> so vaginas, yeah, getting a bit of a bad rap. Yeah. <laughs> um, there seems to be a whole lot of stuff um, marketing women's genital shame, Lisa. Genital shame. Mm. Go on, what's that then? Vulva masks. Yeah. Labia we have talked serums. about this Yeah, we have, before, we have. We? But now there's more and more and more of them. Yeah. I've actually... Got some in front of me yeah. because you sent me that story mm. and said we should talk about this. Mm. And then, <laughs> well, these products keep turning up in people's drawers at work. Right. As it were. As it were. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got here a pH balance, not just a push, not just a pussy wash. Mm-hmm. You can't it's read it because Relax it's Island chamomile, bergamot, and lavender. And I've also got a soothe and calm, not just a pussy cream. I mean, what the fuck are they? So basically there's this whole thing nowadays for products for looking after your vagina and your yeah. vulva. Because, of course, after watching Goop, we know that vagina and vulva are not the same thing. The well, vagina is the inside. That. Haven't we always? Vulva is the outside. But people don't know that. People don't know that. If you watch Goop, people don't know oh that. Oh, my God. So basically there's all these things now you can buy which plump right. and clean and bleach and do all that stuff because there's a, um, a stigma around female genitalia. So this... this so are they the equivalent for dicks? No, probably balls? not. Probably not. No. no. So... Um, they might be there. Let us know if there is. <laughs> you can find all these things. Um, a, and apparently, like, it goes even deeper, for want of a better word than that, because <laughs> there's all this labiaplasty. Yeah, so, it's you know, just horrendous, isn't it? Um, Another way to shame women. Yeah, it's all about shaming women. Well, this stuff here, this... Um, not just a pussy wash says it cleanses, refreshes and protects your lady garden it keeps your vagina squeaky clean while protecting the delicate pH balance of the vaginal flora well apparently one of the things that's really bad about a lot of the the old school washes and stuff is that they they actually could cause all sorts of um, infections and things because your balance in there is very delicate it says People. here, the mild and soothing formula gives your cheeky bits those super fresh vibes. Mm. See, it's all that super fresh. It's all these yeah. words that people use as if the vulva is a disgusting place. Yeah. And as any man will tell you, it's not disgusting. No. And when, some women. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but one of the, so basically, um, the wired message, so this woman who's written this story called Eleanor Morgan says is, the vulva cannot and should not just smell of a vulva warm because it belongs to a human being only needing to be washed in plain water. Like, it's basically making you feel like unless you use some of these products, you're going to not be yes. the freshest, nicest version yes. of yourself. You should be. There's also CBD oil oh, um, brands now, which um, there's a place called, there's a product called the Clit Spritz, Ooh. which is 100% natural oil, which stimulates, lubricates and rejuvenates your lady parts, designed for women to give their bits a bit of a treat. Right. So, um, and it's like it's it's a vulva care, you know, phenomenon. So there's just so much stuff, and it's all yeah. based around making women feel as if they shouldn't. Making women feel bad. Yeah. About their bodies, another reason another, why. And until they bring out, you know, cock cream, penis, 
Potion. Potion. <laughs> Dick dab. <laughs> Dick drops. Oh, sorry. Until they bring cock, that out. Cock. All right, let's Something. enough. I can't think enough. of anything to be this. That's with C. Okay. Bollock balm. Bollock balm. Oh. Until they do that, yeah. we're not having a bar of it. Oh, bar of it. <laughs> sorry. All right, should we talk about Lady Gaga? Yeah. I read this fantastic story. Yeah, it's very good. Really, really, oh, really, really. It's really good. V good. I'm just trying to find it here now. Yeah. It was in the New York Times, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the headline is My ex boyfriend's new girlfriend is Lady Gaga. <laughs> this poor woman. So she woke up one day to an influx of messages in her inbox on Facebook and everything saying, Check Facebook, check Twitter, are you okay? And it was an emergency because her ex boyfriend had a new girlfriend who happened to be Lady Gaga. And basically, she just kept seeing these paparazzi photos of him. Actually, I did look his name up. I've forgotten it. I should look it up again. Um, but his, so there's all these photos of um, her with this mystery man, and it turned out to be this poor woman's Lindsay who wrote this. Is it Lindsay? Yeah, Lindsay Krauss. Um, she dated him for seven and years. And she's a journo, isn't she's she? A journo. So she's written about it so well. She dated him for seven years, yeah. and then they broke up, and then they unfriended each other on Facebook or whatever. Um, and she says all these amazing things like, um, oh, yeah, so I don't follow my ex on social media. We were friends on Facebook, then we were in a relationship on Facebook. After we broke up, I noticed I was blocked on Facebook, and then we moved on. I hadn't Googled him in forever, but this month I know everything about his new relationship status within hours of when it was disclosed. Anyway, so she thought, ooh, rather than thinking, why not me, she thought that was me, and then she decided... She loved Lady Gaga. Mm. She didn't. She wasn't upset at all about this at all. She just thought it was interesting. But she then decided to sort of take on Gaga-ness <laughs> from this. So she bought herself this amazing dress. She said um, she went to try on a dress, and the woman said, "What's the occasion?" And she said, "I found out from Facebook that my ex-boyfriend is dating Lady Gaga." And she looked me up and down and went. Hmm, really? <laughs> so she bought the dress, then she got a large coffee, then she got her makeup done because she'd never, she'd never had it done before, but she was going to a function and she had to have it done. Um, and so she was like, Lady Gaga's living the ambitious life that we keep saying women should embrace. Um, and if Lady Gaga can do what she wants, why not me too? So she's being exactly who she is, thanks to Lady Gaga, which is lovely. And then she and then she said, someone sent me a photo of my fiance and me dancing at a wedding, and I posted it on Instagram. And I saw Lady Gaga's boyfriend in the views, and I realised we we're actually all the same strangers smiling on a screen. So basically, Aww. he'd seen it. He had seen he it. He had seen it. So his name is. Oh, well, there's no point really. No, he's, not, this, he's not a famous. He's is not he? famous, but isn't that lovely? So, and also, I'm really happy for Lady Gaga. Yeah, that she's got a normal <laughs> she's boyfriend. She's got a boyfriend. That's How nice. would you feel if your ex was dating Lady Gaga? I'd be very surprised yeah. if any of my exes were dating Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. I'm sure that if I like, I'm sure that I've got friends who have probably slept with someone famous yeah. over the years, but, but not, not dated, dated or married. Don't think so. No. Okay. Um, oh no, my friend used to with one of the Huda Gurus. Like, you know, there's been a few, you know, like those yeah. kind of things. But mm. you were not, in Huda Guru's video, weren't you? I was. <laughs> Lady Gaga. No. Um, should we talk about what hurts now? What she hurts now? No. What hurts now? I'm getting night sweats, so no one's going to want to date me soon. Including my husband. Yeah. (laughs) Not much fun? No. No. What are you going to do about it? Well, this is part of the 
the journey towards <laughs> menopause, mm. and it, I, I, I wasn't getting it. I was feeling a bit hot. I, I run hot. Have I told mm-hmm. you that? <laughs> Everyone in the world just turns off now, yawns. And so I kind of put my overheating down to running hot. But now I'm really, I wake up in the night, I am so yeah. friggin' hot, I can't even mm. tell you. I ha- at least is it's it asleep like that, at this point. Is it like that prickly burny? Yeah, yeah. And, but then just like, I just like, everything feels hot. So the bed is so hot mm. that I can't get comfortable again because there's no cool piece of pillow even. For everything just hot. I know it's summer people before you at me for that yeah but it's just like i just am burning up and i'm sweating and i have to get like a cold towel and mm. just like and i'm just like this is not nice no all of the ladies who have gone before yeah. me and i feel your pain ladies marks and spencers do cooling nighties yeah but and cooling, cooling sheets yeah i need to get a cooling sheet i think you need to get cooling sheets yeah um, and I also need, need to get like a husband that lets me have the aircon on. Yeah, all night. you got to put the aircon on, <laughs> and he'll just have to wear warm pajamas and have another blanket. I do. I, you know what I bought myself? I bought myself a cooling towel, which supposedly it was yeah. supposed to stay cold. But, but then you know you get so hot that it heats it up anyway. I also bought myself a pet mat for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's supposed to be a cooling <laughs> pet mat. Because I thought if it's going to work for a dog, it's going to work for yeah. me. But I, keep, I don't remember where I put it. I put it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but if I can find it, that might be a solution. Yeah. I was reading um, Sage Tea. Mm. Have you heard about that? Mm-mm. Maybe you should try Sage Tea. Mm. I don't even know what that is or where you get it. <laughs> Yes, I read it somewhere. Sage tea might help. Okay, well, I might look into that. Yeah. Um, I don't think, what I think is really important, mm -hmm. I'm not at your stage of life, (laughs) um, but I really think it's important that people don't just go, oh, well, this is what happens. No. I think there's a lot of things that you can do, as we've talked about. Yes, absolutely. And I think you absolutely have to do them. And I'm also, I'm not going to wait around for it to go away. You know that I read in some, I was talking to the doctor today and then I went and read more stuff. I've been reading so much stuff. And of course, Meg's menopause, which, Meg Matthews, which we love. Hi, Meg. Um, About um, all of this. And people can have menopause symptoms and perimenopause for eight years you know i read 14 yeah why would you put up with any of this stuff for longer than you need to there's medication there's natural things yeah you know there's lifestyle yeah and there's so many things you can do yeah so um very big business will only be throwing more and more money at it as they realize there's this whole demo of people who will spend money on stuff that works as well yeah like pet mats pet mats (laughs) (laughs) i I thought it was a genius idea (laughs) anyway fido it's been lovely talking to you (laughs) um i'll sit now yeah um all right so if you want more more fascinating uh medical insights Join us next time. <laughs> and we are playing devil's avocado we're at gmail.com is our email address. Yes, yes, we're a podcast. PDAs is our Facebook group. Yeah. Come and tell us what you've done yes. to alleviate your night sweat. That'd yep. be great. Fascinating. And we'll read it out. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Now. Oh, and also look out for Book in July. Book in July. We've got a way to go yet, but just keep on We'll keep, keep banging on about Save it. Save up for it. Okay, bye everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.